legacy I don't care if they remember me Only Jesus This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. Also, you do not need to download Podbean if you wish to listen. You can use Listen Notes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music or Audible, Google Podcast, or Apple Podcast, as well as Pandora, Spotify, and Player FM. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. Today, I just want to talk. If you have ever looked through my blog site, you will see this a lot in the over 850 posts that are there. You may have noticed that God is a large part in my life. There are those out there that call God imaginary. To those that say this, I actually feel sorry for you. You have closed off yourself to the possibility that there is a God. That there is a supreme being that promised eternal life to all of humanity, including you. Yes, you. Now hear me out. You guys post that we that believe in God are weird. Strange. You are determined to look down upon us and belittle us. We, however, look at you as our equals. Fellow humans seeking answers to questions that are difficult, if not impossible, to answer. People have this strange misunderstanding that what they call the afterlife will be sitting around being happy, happy, joy, joy, and doing nothing. This is a lie. And yes, that was a movie reference if you caught it. Is there a heaven? Yes, there is. However, it is not what we are promised for our eternal life. This heaven is only a temporary holding area to what is the real promise. We are told we will be servants unto God. Servants perform tasks and duties. We are told there will be new heavens and a new earth, or as I like to refer to it, a second Big Bang. It is here that these assigned tasks will be fulfilled, as well as helping Jesus Christ reign as King of this world for the 1,000 years before the new universe is created by our Creator, God. We will do these tasks alive, in a body that does not age, does not get sick. It is the elevation of a species that you hear so many times portrayed in science fiction movies and television shows, except in them, it is only for those that live after us. It is never for us. It is never for you. That is the ultimate lie. It is for you. It is for every single human that has ever lived or will live. It is for those that were and are killed before they ever see the light of day. It is for those that have lived to an old age. It is for those that were killed in accidents. It is for those that were killed in wars or in crimes. But the problem is 
They must accept God is real. They must accept Jesus lived and died for us all. Now, I know why this is a problem for you. You want to be in control. You wish to rule your own life. You do not wish things you perceive as greater than you are controlling how you think or what you do. The thing is, you already live that very way. You do this every time you join in with how others think and behave. You did it the moment you accepted that God is a quote-unquote imaginary friend. This is verified by the fact that most times people wish to confront and demean the way Christians think those two words appear time and time again. You have just joined in with something greater than yourself. You are allowing something that gives you the image it is greater than you to control the way you think and comprehend things. You are not living freely. You have just joined in with the crowd that has fun belittling those that they see as lesser than themselves. Those that are truly followers of the teachings of Jesus Christ do not belittle others. Those that do and call themselves quote-unquote Christian are really not, to be very honest with you. They may think they are, but their actions say otherwise. Any who look down upon other humans do not know the true value of a human life, any human life. Christianity teaches the equality of all humanity, young, old, born or unborn, of any race, creed, or belief. This is one thing that those that challenge the truth use to challenge Christianity. Now, why do I say this? In many cases, those that challenge Christianity bring up past behavior of humanity. Now, we need to distinguish an important fact. Just because a person acts in what they call Christianity does not mean they are a true follower of Jesus Christ. It just means they were raised with the teachings that came from the Bible. Does this make them truly Christian? No, it does not. And since this does not make them truly Christian, then you cannot use that as an excuse for the behavior of a human if that human performs actions that can be seen as a crime against a fellow human or humans. Yet time and again, this is the excuse that is used, and when someone tries to explain this point to those that wish to show Christianity as evil, all they accomplish is showing that humans are evil, not Christianity. The Bible teaches that all humans are evil. All have the ability to perform acts and actions that can be seen by others as horrific. True Christianity allows humans the abilities to escape their human weaknesses and faults, to end what is called their sins. Again, this is something that those that wish to place the blame of all the cruelty upon a religion, 
a religion that was the predominant religion of the known world at that time. Here is the issue. I can name multiple times in history that humans, sometimes in the name of Christianity, have done actions in the name of what they believed to be their faith. However, in reality, they were done in actions of power, greed, lust, and outright evil, all of which are called sins in the Bible and seen as a wrong and something to feel guilt and sorrow over, something to seek forgiveness for, something to ask for a higher power to give lenience and forgiveness for. Yet those that perform these atrocities never ask for true forgiveness. Many living in a belief that they were in the right. In reality, they were not. Another excuse to deny God and Jesus came from those that say Jesus never lived. These people are not students of true history. Josephus was a historian of Jewish descent that wrote for the Romans. His loyalty was to Rome, not to the people of his birth. He wrote of Jesus Christ. Archaeologists have found locations that correspond to the Bible, as well as the remains of people within the Bible, like, for example, the leader of the Pharisees, Caiaphas. Additionally, we have those that wrote the New Testament, Paul, Peter, John, and James. Roman documents show the fate of these men, how they died, and what punishment they endured. Scholars have come to this conclusion. Myths do not come into existence until those people that knew them are no longer alive. Thus, myths do not begin until 150 years after the historical figure has died. Here is the rub. The first letter that formed the New Testament came into being in less than 20 years after Christ left. The last came into being and was finished before the turn of the first century. This means the New Testament was written in under 70 years after Christ ascended, well within the lifetime of those that knew and saw Jesus Christ, giving those people ample time and ability to show Jesus as a fake. None of this occurred. So Jesus, being a myth and a fairy tale, is a fallacy created by those that wish to control and subjugate. Those they wish to dominate and manipulate, in other words, rule over those that listen to them. The Bible says that those that let sin be their master wish to have others join them. They wish to have others join in their sorrow and the chains they have placed upon themselves. However, they don't see it because all they can focus on is the here and now, the joy and exhilaration, the euphoria that comes with some sins, makes people desire to bring others into the fold. They don't care about the consequences. They just relish the physical rush and this temporal world they see as their life. Those that have created this falsehood that there is no God, that Jesus does not exist, have also pushed a fable that all there is to life 
is the short 100 years we live. That we must seek to create a name for ourselves through our actions or our progeny, a legacy. As you look back throughout history, you can see this is a predominant theme in all of humanity. Why does this theme exist? Because people have lost the true meaning or understanding of the Bible. This is mainly due to most not even reading it and taking the words of others they see as more aware than they are of what is shown and meant within this book. This is why it is so important to actually study the Bible, not just read it. There are many that read the Bible, and they include those that oppose it. They pick a statement here or a word there, then turn and use it in a way of denying God or have showing the quote-unquote flaws within the Bible. A prime example of this is shown when the Reformation occurred in 1517. What caused this to take place was false teachings being pushed by the Catholic Church, like the use of items called relics and papers called indulgences. They had to win their way out of the church-made purgatory. People were not allowed to think for themselves. They must conform totally and solely to the edicts of the Pope, the cardinals, bishops, and their priests. In this time, it was actually illegal for the common man to come to know the Bible for themselves. It was also impossible for the commoner to read the Bible. It took another hundred years and the printing press to help allow humanity to come into possession of the Bible. This freedom caused the Puritans to come into being, those that adhered more closely to the teaching of the Bible than those before them. Yet they too, as time went by, faltered, again allowing others to tell them how to think, feel, and live. We now live in a time when all can freely and willingly read and study the Bible for themselves, yet they don't. Many do this because people they look up to say it is a fable, a fairy tale. I heard these words myself leave the lips of a Methodist priest. When even those within the church call the words within the Bible fairy tales, the corruption that caused people to think that there is no eternal life has bled into the churches himself. It is no wonder that people no longer acknowledge there is a God and that his one and only Son took our sins upon himself and died in our stead so that we may live an eternal life in the service of God. No human is greater than any other human. We should not look up to others just as we should not look down upon others. All are servants to all. There is an eternal life. There is no eternal life, someone just insisted. There is only blackness, another just said. I have experienced blackness in a dream from God. In this dream, this blackness seemed to last forever. In this dream, I was falling, ever falling in this blackness. As I fell, a light began to show below me. Not only a light, but motion. The ground was moving. 
as I fell, I saw that it was humans, uncountable humans, all in misery, all living in eternal judgment. This is your blackness, the beginning of an eternal life in pain and suffering. So there is eternal life, not only for the righteous, but also for those that have turned against God and called him a fallacy. An eternal life that begins in the opposite of that for those that accept God. They see light. Those that reject him see darkness. I say these words in hopes that you will awaken from the control of others and accept your freedom promised through salvation. All you need to do is to accept that we are not in control. Even those that think they are in control are not. They are just tools. For God knows all a person has done, and God himself places people into power, even those leaders that have committed atrocities. Like, for example, Hitler. It was his orders that led to 13 million killed in concentration camps. It was 6 million of those that led the Jewish people back to their homeland. And so they reestablished the nation of Israel, the only nation to ever do this. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the lie that it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember. And I, I don't want to leave a legacy I don't care if they remember me Only Jesus And I